Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 192, which was the year of the consulship of Alias and Pertinax. Don't know what any of that means, but that's the only thing you can find for 192. I'm joined by Tucker and Cam, Dylan, MIA, dead. It's, it's ridiculous. The kid puts his phone down to play a little video game and has a nerdgasm and forgets to look at his screen for three hours at a time. It's insane. I've never seen anything like it. When I play video games, I'm a big gamer, huge gamer. I keep my phone in front of me in my eye line in case anything comes up. Um, you know, if, if a nuclear strike was about to hit Massachusetts and there were warnings sent out on the phone, you wouldn't see it. He would die. Uh, how are we doing, gentlemen? Living the dream. Angry. Cam's angry. I don't know why. Cam's always angry. He accuses me of being angry all the time, but he's angry. Um, winners and losers. Shohei Otani had uh, elbow surgery today. Says he's going to uh, still be a pitcher. He's, he's going to come back. But um, I think that this marks the end of him being a pitcher. I don't think he'll be a pitcher for much longer. He might try it for another year. When the elbow blows out again, he'll uh, he'll be done. So I'm going to give myself a winner there. Um, Waste takes parlay. Big loser. Uh, I have our records uh, this year on betting. The Waste takes parlay is 0-2. Tucker, the resident gambler, 0-2. I'm 1-1. Cam is 1-0-1. And Dylan is 2-0. So Dylan's the sharp. Everybody follow Dylan. Um other takes. Uh, Bengals, 0-2. Tucker. Um, looking at a potential take of the year candidate, if, if that comes true. I mean, they're 1-7 in their past eight, uh, their past four seasons. First two games, they're 1-7. They go 0-2 every time. In their I mean, so, yeah, but still. Yeah, no, I, I'm planning on betting them next week. We'll see. I need Joe Mixon and Drill Burrow to to come alive here in some sense. So the uh, the overreaction special of week one did not get uh, put up, but I think uh, a lot of takes maybe were overblown. The Bills probably good, probably a good team. Um, what else? The Eagles, f words possibly fraud alert. I'm ready to put them on fraud alert. They're two and zero. You have them on fraud alert. Yeah, I do. The Vikings oh, yeah. are are ass, and the Patriots aren't much better. So that Steeler team that was thirteen and zero, maybe the worst team I've ever seen. Oh yeah, that was the the, the biggest fraud of all time. But uh, I'm right, I'm ready to put the they're not frauds. They are not f words. They're on f word watch. Chargers are. Chargers are frauds. Brandon Staley is at least. Um, Cam's team won. So uh, winner Cam. Out. We're still waiting for our first here in New England. Uh, we'll touch on that. Uh, any other? Uh, let me check up on points. Uh, we had to do our takes from two weeks ago because I forgot to do them, and then we didn't have the takes for this week because the episode wasn't uploaded. But uh, oh, I'm taking home a point for Alex Cora being. Oh, thank you, Cam. Appreciate it. I'm taking home a point for for Alex Cora, uh, which pulls me firmly tied for second place. Um. So, how many points is game ahead? Um, nine. Time to catch him. There's time. time. There's time. There's time to catch him. It's gonna have to really 
really be a great football season of takes from Dylan or I. Um, maybe even you, Tom. But uh, we're, we're running out of time. But there is time. Um, anything else you guys got on your minds? Uh, nothing much. Uh, well, I know that, Tucker. Um, all right, who wants to leave it off with a take? I don't. I don't have mine developed yet. I got it. I got one in the in the works here. Um, all right, I'll do it. I'll go for it. So the Browns last night uh, proved that they they are the Browns still. If anyone was ever doubting, they look awful. And Nick Chubb hurting, getting hurt is uh, the icing on the cake of this team. Is is going to be bad again. So week one was a sham, in my opinion. I think they don't win more than, than six games this year. Right. Stefanski's pretty much a shoe in to get fired, unless they make it playoffs. I think he, he's pretty much gone. Oh, I did not okay. get that. I have not thought that about him. Oh, he's gone. Um, they're calling for his head in Cleveland. They hate it. So uh, I, I had a Brown fan that said that he wouldn't be surprised if, they're fi- if he's fired like next week. So they're calling for his head. It made me think of job openings. I sent a chat in the group earlier. Um, I said, you know, I really do think Big uh, Bill should just leave New England. I think he's going to be the next coach of the Browns. I've made that take already. Not going to happen. But I think that there is somebody that will be going to the Browns. There's a coach in, in Ann Arbor right now, Jim Harbaugh. Oh, and he's been, he is on a contract right now with Michigan. But if there's anything that we've learned, contracts mean nothing. Money is not real. And people can do whatever they want. If the big league wants you, you can, you're going to go there instead. Um, so I don't think that's going to be a problem at all. If Harbaugh doesn't win this year, he's got to go. Because he's done everything but win at Michigan, and it's not getting any better. He, um, he, he needs to get back into the league. He was a good coach, made a Super Bowl. And what better team to go to than an AFC North team against your brother? I think he could he could work well with Deshaun, a college guy. Uh, I don't know why I said college guy. He, he's not a college guy, but I, I feel like they would work well together. Kind of a couple weirdos, um, and he's a good coach, so I think it fits. Um, yeah, Jim Harbaugh to the Browns next year. Uh, yeah, I I like this take. Um, why did he get fired from San Fran? Or did he just leave for the for the Michigan job? I think it was, they were they were kicking him out. Yeah, I mean, I guess they were pretty bad towards the end of his tenure. Um, but um, yeah, I think uh, Harbaugh. I thought Harbaugh was going to get fired a while ago, maybe two years ago. Um, but he's hung on. You're right, Cam. They won nothing. He is a good NFL coach. I think he's a good NFL coach. Now the question is. Um, you know, because of the lack of success that he had towards the end of his time in San Fran and uh, in college, does that scare teams? But then you got to factor in the Browns factor. 
Browns are dumb. Everybody knows this. They just paid $250 million to a uh, sex pest to suck it up on the field. So, uh, yeah, I think this happens. I think it's a, it's a lock. Uh, this is a great take. Uh, I'm on board. Tuck. Um, so, I can see it happening, but I don't really have any thoughts on the idea that he's a bad fit there. I just, I never thought that that was a thing. I'm kind of like, I, the team has constantly improved the entire time they've been there. Um, Michigan? Michigan? They season, oh, Michigan? I thought you were talking about Mich- the Browns. No, Michigan's on the way up. I mean, yeah, Michigan's become better and better every year since he's got there. I did preface it by saying that, you know, if he doesn't win this year as well. But even if he does win this but year. Like a nat- are you talking like a natty? Yeah, I mean, dude, Not I was trying to Ohio State. Like, I feel like they're on the way, um, they're on the way up. It feels like, at least, I mind. How much time are you going to give the guy? He's been there, what, almost 10 well, years now? They've been constantly improving the last, like, three or four years. They feel like they're in that top category now. They've made one playoff. I don't know. I just feel like they've been on the way up. I just, they're now, like, constantly in the conversation of, like, one of the best teams. I mean, they're not. Which is why they should have won it by now. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, it feels like, I don't know. I think, like, they are. Top guy right now, like his players love him. They literally did a like memorial service for him when he got suspended in a self-imposed suspension. They put up a memorial service for him, basically. Yeah, I'm just a little surprised by that. By the, I don't disagree. I can see him going back to the NFL, but I just don't see him as like the bomb that you see him as. I don't think he's a bomb. I think I, I, I actually think the opposite. I think he's a really good coach. Sorry, not. Yeah. I think he needs to. He needs to have won by now. He's seventy-four and twenty-five in Michigan, and he's made it to one one playoff last year. And that was by TCU. Is that, that sound about right? Did they yeah, make, they know. made the playoff I, last year? Oh, how about this? Here we go. I got. A, I got a great. Here we go. Uh, he's been to one, two, well, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven bowl games. He is one in six. Oh, okay. Yep. That's not like great. Bowl games matter though, unless they're like in the big ones. Like I, the one, the one he won was the Citrus Bowl in 2015. He hasn't won a bowl game since 2015. I don't know. I like if you're like he's one in six in Big Ten championships, then I. Be like that matters a lot more. But I game, also think bowl games in general are stupid. I think bowl games don't matter unless it's in unless it's an FBS championship bowl game. It's Orange Bowl, Outback, Peach, Citrus, Orange, Fiesta. They're big ones. He lost. Uh, all right. Um, I have a take. It kind of segues off cams. Um. Uh. Not so much um, the Cleveland aspect, but the play a former Brown, Baker Mayfield. Um, 
Now, I'm trying to decide where I want to go with this. It could be Baker-centric. It could be Tampa-centric. But I think Tampa's kind of real. Um, I think they can play a little bit. I think their division is dog crap. Um, so, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go this way with it. Uh, based on the playoff predictions we just did, I did not have them in. So, I was originally going to say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win the division, which I think they very well could. Um, especially seeing the way the Saints played last night. Um not great, but I'm just going to go with uh, Baker comeback player of the year. He's he's engaged. You can tell he's like really into it. Uh, he clearly wants to prove everybody that has wrote him off, including me. I thought he was cooked. Uh, he wants to prove everybody wrong. Um, so he's, he's balling out. I mean, some of the plays he's making, some of the balls, he threw a dot in this last game to Mike Evans. Like one of the best balls I've seen him ever throw. Um, I still think he's got a little juice. I think this team could surprise people. They're 2-0. Uh, again, overreaction special, but they're 2-0. And uh, I think there's a shot that they can win this division considering it's dog water. Uh, and Baker Mayfield will lead them to do that. He will be comeback player of the year. That's the take. I mean, I have to disagree because I already have my comeback. Um, wait a minute. Do I have a comeback player of the year? Oh, I said Ben Simmons for basketball. Okay. I can get behind this. Um, I, I like this a lot because who else is who else is really out there for it? I mean, DeMar Hamlin. Mac. Uh, yeah. Mac could. Lamar Hamlin's gonna gonna go ahead and do it though. Yeah, he, if he touches the field. Yeah, he doesn't really even need to. That's the, that's the thing. He's gonna play one game and get it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree with Cam on that. And I actually, uh, I'll go ahead and say that you know he probably deserves it. He died and then came back. So I'm gonna disagree. Although I agree with everything else, I think Baker is. Um, is electric. He's a gamer. He's an absolute gamer. He's going to go out there with the mind. He's not the best guy in the world, but he's going to watch film and he's going to do everything in his power to win. Um, he's, he's always been that way. You don't take the Browns team to the playoffs and win a game without just having a dog mentality. And that's what Baker has, and I love it. The best Cleveland Browns quarterback of all time, arguably. Um, it's it's funny because I hated the Bucks for three years, and now I really do not care about them. And now I kind of want to see them do well just because of Baker. Uh, Tucker, agree, disagree? Thoughts? I love this, honestly. Um, I really do. Um, I think that he can absolutely fill that role. I mean, I like if you don't give him the pity vote, which they might, I don't know. Like, Ooh, I'll Lamar? be annoyed if they do, but I think they will just give it to Damar Hamlin. But if they don't do that, then I think absolutely. See, I don't think they will. I think they'll do some sort of other recognition for him, maybe a special award. But I don't think they just give it to a guy who is not a very good football player. Sorry. Um, and, you know, has is, is not really going to see the field much, if at all. Um, I think they would they would give him some sort of like special comeback player of the year, but I think I think that they would 
I don't I don't know if they just do it just because he didn't die. I feel like that's something that they they I mean they got the team got the SD for you know for saving his life and things like that. So um, I don't know if they would, but I see it's a solid a solid take. I don't I don't hate that take. Uh, all right, Tucker, you got a take? I do, and mine is Patriots related. Specifically, someone known as the Silent Assassin. Have you heard this nickname? I've heard it. I've heard it. It is the nickname that's been given to Christian Gonzalez because in a position where everyone talks, everyone should talks, everyone, you know, it's whoever's the biggest personality, Christian Gonzalez does none of it. He doesn't believe in it. He just keeps his mouth shut. He doesn't say a word. There's nothing more intimidating than a guy. I feel like like I feel like every guy's lining the line up. They're talking shit. This guy will pick you off and just not say anything. That's awesome. And I have him as my defensive rookie of the year this year. Um, I'm not sure if I earlier said Jalen Carter was going to get it, but it's now Christian Gonzalez. Okay, so you've picked two, so so we have to cancel one out. I said, Dylan Carter, I can't pull him out. So if he wins D-Rookie of the Year, um, then you don't get credit for that. Is I that- don't get credit for it, but like kind of. Okay. You know, I said it was the best pick in the draft. Okay. Um, but, you know, I this is my new D-Roy. Yeah, I mean, uh, so far he's been great. He's this year's Sauce Gardner. Um, he's the third highest rated, in the rated corner via PFF in the league right now. Um, which is pretty spectacular. Really? Yep. Um, going up against, and that's going up against Tyreek Hill and A.J. Brown. Yeah. Which I'm not, I'm, that probably factors into PFF. He is um, definitely showing that he has the potential to be that lockdown corner. And the last great corner in New England that won an award, Stefan Gilmore, also didn't say much. Very quiet guy. So I see him as a Stefan Gilmore-type personality. Um and let's just play, do the talking. I think the kid's legit. I think they hit on this pick. Um, and as much as it pains me to say, it, it's a good pick. And I think he may be the best. So far, he's been the best corner in the draft. What? Why does that pain you to say? Because I would have Why rather they have the best offensive uh, player in the draft. But And it hurts my narrative. I've been saying how they can't draft for years, and now they finally... You know, they had picked a possible legitimate stud. Should be rooting for them to pick well. Like, I'm very happy with the pick. I'm very happy with the pick. I am not. I'm just saying it hurts my narrative. But I'm very happy with the pick. Um, D-Roy, it's tough. Because I feel like I the, the fact that Stefan Gilmore won Defensive Player of the Year as a corner, I don't know how often corners win it. I feel like it should always go to like a linebacker or an end or something. But you have to be unbelievable to win, uh, you know, these awards as a corner. I know Sauce did it last year. Um, so I think there's a possibility. It's just going to come down to if Jalen Carter keeps up what he's doing because he's been sick as well. Um, and I feel like it's – even if they play at the same level, at the same elite level, it's going to go to Carter over Gonzalez. But I think there's a very real possibility. I think he is a legitimate NFL player. I think he has the potential to be a number one lockdown Stud corner, and I'm going to be really sad in five years when he he leaves because they don't want to pay him. Um, but 
until then, I'm I'm happy with him. I think he's awesome, and I agree. The silent thing is is very cool. You know, let your play do the talking. Camp. Yeah, I can comfortably say that he's pretty good. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna make this about me for a second, and I I say don't count out Deontay Banks. Um, Deontay Banks has looked good. I will say he's every step except for the pick. That's the only thing that brings him below uh, Gonzalez right now. I think he's let up like two less yards. Um, but they both look like steals with Emmanuel Forbes being uh, and Devin Witherspoon being taken before them. I think he's a stud. I love that he doesn't talk. It makes me not able to hate him. Um, so, power to him. Also, like, let's uh, get off Tyree. Yeah, I mean, there was only like a, a few routes that that they really had him on him, I think, yesterday. It was like they it was really, like bracketed coverage. It was like one guy on yeah. the top, one guy on and the side. They do it every yeah, time. I mean, he did his job. You can't ask for anything more than what he did. The, the throw was underthrown, but he made the pick. What you did, I actually did saw some tape that made it look like Gonzalez really baited that ball. Like, he, he flipped he his hip. Did. It was yeah. a bad Bro. He yeah, looked. Like, he looked. Yeah, the the yeah, the, the tape I watched. He looked incredible. Like it was in a very veteran play from a rookie. Yeah, he's good. Um, Depoy. I mean, that pick helps. You got you got to rack up picks. You got to yeah. rack up. He's got to have a ton of picks. Receivers not having yards. Um, and he's on pace. I think. I think he looked both. good against. Being the CB1 against two very good teams. So that's the reason I do give him the edge right now, is he has locked down two top 10 receivers in the league. Not uh, locked down, you know, being used loosely, but he's played very well against two of the best receivers in the league. Yeah, no, I give him the edge as well. I mean, the big one thing, but then he's just got the matchups. Um, Bill puts his guys in good situations. He's very good at that. He coordinator. He can coordinate. He can. Coach Corner, I think, better than anyone in the league. Uh, he he it's has nuts. produced more stud corners that have gone on to be nothing everywhere else. It's insane. Yeah, yeah I like Christian Gonzalez. I'm not going to give him the D-Roy. The, the um, and I hope Jalen Carter doesn't get it either. I got to go with my guy. All righty. I think... That does it for Wasted Takes, considering Dylan. Has anyone heard from Dylan? Does anyone have their phone on them? Uh, no, no, I'm not my phone. Um, that does it for Wasted Takes. We'll move on. So, as we always do, start with the team that has been more successful, the Giants. Um, now, Cam, this is a, a complicated one, I feel like, because definitely showed a lot of resolve, definitely showed, you know, the ability to, Cam's got his Giants hat on, to, um, you know, come back. But they looked real, real bad against the worst team in the NFL for, you know, 30 minutes. So I think, you know, you can, it's a win. A win's a win. You know, people have bad weeks, trap game, whatever. Um, but I would be, I'm still a little concerned if I'm a Giants fan. They have not looked great at all. Uh, haven't scored in, uh, six out of the eight quarters they played. Um, but like I said, at the end of that game, they looked, they looked good. Danny looked good. So, uh, how you feeling? 
You're muted there, my friend. Yeah, I feel good, Trey. Um, I do. And there's a couple of reasons why. So first and foremost, you come out of a game like week one. And, and then my, my argument there is, no, it's week one. We got to get our stuff figured out. We don't win week ones ever. Um, it's a big blowout. It's a tough loss. But at the end of the day, our line was hurt. Um, a couple of defensive touchdowns, momentum's gone. So, yes, then, then it begs the question, well, they didn't even try to come back, right? So then you get on to the next game, and it seems like it's going to happen all over again. The Cardinals didn't really beat us through the air. Uh, they were doing – Dobbs played well. He played hard. We just weren't tackling. We weren't um, playing with any fight. And I think it just stems from our offense not being able to make anything happen. So here's, here's the rumor in New York right now. Is Kafka, who was the quarterback coach for Mahomes, now our OC. He was calling the plays in the first half and for the Cowboys game. Apparently, and they're not letting this out to the press, but Daniel Jones kind of let it slip in his interview. Um, Dable took control in the second half of the plays. He took over the play calling for the second half completely. Uh, and obviously that, that flipped a switch somewhere along the lines. So he he was able to kind of make plays. We're, we're, we're on our best offensive lineman. Andrew Thomas was out. We got a... Evan Neal, who can't block anybody ever. Didn't you guys pick? You guys picked him early, didn't you? Early, yeah. I was excited about it. Terrible, awful. There's a play that Daniel Jones broke a tackle in the backfield. Evan Neal just Mm -hmm. doesn't do anything. Um, Nonetheless, I mean, look, these guys fought. People are saying, yeah, but it was against the Cardinals, but okay, yeah, sure. Thirty-one points and a half against anybody. Is impressive after going down twenty nothing. So the last football that we played, the last two quarters that we played, we scored thirty one points. So you ask me how I'm feeling. I'm feeling great. We got one win under our belt, coming off the hottest half of any team in the NFL. I just think that we need to get it together with the play calling and the coaching. Figure out who's going to do what, uh, and try to do it for a full four quarters. There's certain guys that are playing well. Darren Waller's at the most time. Uh, yards from a tight end this year, like 120. But uh, Daniel Jones is playing very well, in my personal opinion. I think that he's still a playmaker. He just doesn't have the weapons to do so, and he's still running, which is good. Um, I think deep. we go. What's We go into Thursday with San Francisco at Jeopardy. Everybody, start the same offensive line. Play Danny for a couple rounds, see what happens. Uh, we just need our guys to go out there and learn how to play against some dogs. You know, we're not going to win. They comes out like Benton and Thomas again. We can't but, hear you, Cam. You're underwater. Hi. Yeah, gotcha. I think we go out there, sit Andrew Thomas again, Saquon's out. Just try to get everybody used to playing against dogs in San Francisco. It's a short week. Don't go out there trying to get people hurt. Um, just try to score a couple points and, and not get beat by four. What were you saying, Tucker? Is the defense a concern for you? Yeah. We're not getting any rush. 
which doesn't make any sense because Kayvon was supposed to be a stud. You guys just had a great front seven. Yeah, Aziz Ojulari played well his rookie year, kind of been hurt. Dexter Lawrence is still very good, thank God. Leonard Williams was our big stud. He's kind of settled down a little bit. Um, and then our run defense, we can't do anything about either. We got him Kirky because we were supposed to be able to stop the run defense, and that's not happening. So I'm a little confused about our defense. Definitely some cause for alarm. Um, but through the air, we're one of the best defenses in the league. I mean, Dak only had like 175, and then the stops guy didn't throw for much more. Um, they're just running it down our throats, whether it be the quarterback or uh, running I, I think the Cowboys are a good example just because that game was over immediately. And so yeah. they just the ball the whole second half. Yeah, down. And, and I didn't feel like Dak was being forced to have a bad game. Tucker's no. turned into a bit of a uh, resident Giants hater these past couple of weeks. I have because Cam's kind of a Pats hater, and it's kind of pulled me against no, him. No, he likes to stir the pot. He doesn't. I don't think he necessarily. Okay, yes, he does hate them, but he likes I to stir the pot. Them. I don't hate them as much as the Cowboys or the Eagles. The Redskins, I like more than the Pats. That's weird. Yeah, I just, I just like the Redskins have always been kind of whatever to me. And I mean, you grow up against, like, kind of rooting against the other. You guys is Yeah, I understand why you hate them. Like when you're all your friends root for a team that wins all the time, and and it leads to hatred. It makes sense. And I understand why you would hate the Giants. Oh yeah, that one's a little easier to figure out. But um, that's my Giants feel. I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm thinking we go one and two. I'm, I'm okay with that. I just want to put together, you know, not a mind blowingly piss poor performance. Tucker Giants frauds real thoughts. Um, I don't think they're either yet. I mean, if don't get me wrong, if that half ended differently, it would have been I not even fraud watch, just for frauds. If you lose to the Cardinals outright. I think everyone here agrees they're frauds. Um, but they fought the back. EJ looked good in the we second half. We do not play the Cardinals. Um, so I think, you know, I don't think they're frauds. I think, you know, they're resilient. And I think that's their gritty, resilient team. And that's what they are. Um, there's definitely some issues. I mean, you don't go down 20 nothing to the Cardinals without them. But... I like the way they fought, and if it really is that uh, he co- he made the play calls the second half, that's a huge that's a huge plus. Like I'd be going to the next week, being like, "Oh, we're set." And Cam, I have more faith in the in you guys this week than you do. Oh, I see. I think they're going to get smoked. I I think that Brock Purdy did not look good this week, and the Rams almost. I mean, the Rams were competitive with them. That was that game shouldn't have been as competitive as it was. I love the Rams. Uh, Dylan, where were you? I was at a bar with uh, Linnea and a couple of her friends from from high school, and you forgot to yeah, you leave your phone home. It just it wouldn't work. 
Then it died. I was saying Dylan's defense, he did ask me a place of that, so that is a good sign. That he asked me uh, too, and the text message came through eight times on my phone. Yeah, because what happened? What happens is my phone tells me it doesn't send, so I I I don't know what's going on. I hate it. I hate my life. Oh, were you resending the text message? I, yeah, I kept doing it because it wasn't working. It's, it kept saying, not sent, not sent, not sent. So I'm like, just try it again. Maybe someone will answer. Do you have an opinion uh, on the Giants or a ways to take for us still? Um, now, the Giants. The Giants. Uh, with Saquon being out, this could be one of those scenarios where a team. Oh, God, that ball's cranked. Um. Sorry, I'm watching the Red Sox game. Uh, this could be a scenario where the Giants could play potentially better without a star because they're playing worse than they should. Yeah, we even and hit on saying. In weird scenarios, sometimes teams get back to their roots when star players go out. Uh, some fresh blood can make an appearance uh, that, you know, may be a little bit... Uh, you know, they might play a little better than expected. And teams just get back to fundamentals because they know they have to play a smart game to win. Uh, it happens in hockey all the time. Um, sometimes the Bruins play their best games when half the teams can't play. So um, I've put them on fraud watch simply because they haven't played well uh, the past two weeks. But, uh, well, I guess they won. Uh, but it was a crazy comeback. Um, so... I don't know. I think it's too soon to, to, to say that they're frauds, but I'll put them on watch. I don't think they're frauds because they're 1-1. One one. So I think that's where they should be. They should have beaten the Cardinals. They should have lost to the Cowboys. Um, all right. Now for the autopsy. Patriots go down to the Dolphins in the exact same game as week one. The exact same game that I've seen Roughly 15 times since uh, Tom Brady left. Um, they put themselves in a hole early. They do it all the time. I, they cannot start fast on offense. I don't remember the last time they started fast on offense. Maybe it was against the Jets. But I feel like those were all defensive like turnovers that got them going. Um, but they, they just they put themselves in a hole. And then they really you know start to figure it out. And the defense makes some plays. And the other team makes stupid, stupid mistakes. It's it's. I say this every year. It's insane to me how dumb people are in the NFL. But the other team makes stupid mistakes, and then they get, uh, then they have a, a massive uh, mess up at the end of the game to to lose it. And I know it wasn't a mess up, um, the lateral, but they threw short of the sticks on on uh, fourth down, and you shouldn't have to rely on your tackle to pick up a first down to win a game, anyways. Uh, plus, they were on the 30. There's still a lot of room for things to go wrong. So uh, I knew this game was over when the Dolphins went down and scored uh, before the half. It's just too many points to make up for this for this offense. In terms of Mac, I think Mac is playing well. I really that that interception was awful. Don't get me wrong; it was a terrible decision, a terrible throw. But he is putting the ball in tight windows. He's moving better in the pocket. I've seen his checks at the line be better. Um, the play calling is fine. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's terrible. Uh, I don't like some of the decisions, the toss play to Ramondre on third and three to 
threw it three yards behind him. Now you're making it basically third and six. Um, the offensive line is terrible, and we didn't focus on it, and we didn't sign anyone, we didn't draft anyone. And Cole Strange, for as much you know as, as great as that last effort was, has been a disappointment. He has not picked up blocking schemes correctly. He is leaving guys to get right by him, and I expect it out of you know bum number one and bum number two that we traded for from the Vikings and you know the eighth round pick we have from D two whatever. Um, but he was a first round pick. I think the draft pundits have it right. I think he was a third round, a sec, late second, early third type player. And, but he has the label of a first round pick. So that's what he's supposed to be. Um, other things from this game, we talked about Chris Gonzalez. I think he's legit. The block punt was awesome. And there's, there's one thing Bill can do. He can scheme up special teams. I hate it. It's dumb, but it was awesome. And now it's going to be copied. Everywhere. You're going to see that everywhere. It'll probably be. Oh, it's, it's banned next season. It'll be banned in one to two years. Absolutely. <laughs> no, it, it'll be out. It was the, he invent people forget he invented the jumping over the line thing with Jamie Collins. And that was done for like two years. And then that got banned. So this will be banned. It was an awesome play. The way that he, that schooler knew uh, when to go was Jake Bailey was the punter for the Patriots for a long time. And he was the holder. And I guess on every hold, oh. he exhales. So they waited for him to exhale and like take a deep breath and they saw that and jumped it. I mean, that is genius. That is great coaching, great film study. I'll give credit where credit is due. But uh, the roster construction is costing the team. Not enough talent. And uh, a coaching decision I want to touch on is the DeMario Davis benching. Um, It's stupid. We could have done these things. We did these things when we had Tom Brady and we got away with it because it was Tom Brady. He could make... Did I not say Douglas? So DeMario Davis, the line. Douglas, correct. Sorry. DeMario Douglas. Um, we could make these decisions. We could bench guys uh, because Tom Brady elevated the players around him. Mac is not that guy. He's just not that good. Maybe he can turn that good. I don't know. But he's not a guy that's going to elevate people around him. He needs talent around him to win. He is your fastest player. You're, you know, he has, He's rated, rated high in separation so far. Um he made a mistake and Bradley Chubb made a great play. Like he wasn't like he was running with one hand out. Like he had it out a little too far. Bradley Chubb made a great play. I get you want to teach him a lesson, run him in practice, make him hold a ball all week. Like you can't bench your skill players when you have limited talent on that part of the ball line to uh, at the end of the game when you need him. Uh, Juju was getting his routes and just could not do a thing because he's not explosive. He's hurt and he's old. Um, so again, I think coaching continues to cost the team. He was 26 years old. He is a Let's lot of. He's a lot like, of tread on the I, tires. He's not explosive 100%. He is not old. He Let's is old. The old. He has a this lot of tread not, on the tires. This has nothing to do with me being a Patriots homer or anything. This just comes from a 27 year old man. Okay, he is not old. He has a lot of miles on him. Um, so coaching and talent, I think continued to cost this team. Uh, if they're going to make anything out of the season, they cannot put themselves in holes early. They have to play. They play the second half. Great. <laughs> They've done it a ton. Even last year, they played the second half. They had great comebacks against like the Bengals and the Vikings. And they fell short in all those games. They always fall short. It's the same thing over and over and over again. The last thing I want to touch on. Is the replay 
Replay is broken. Uh, it doesn't work. The Cole Strange play, he may have been short. I think he was short. But there is no reason that there is enough evidence to overturn that and not uh, overturn the Ramondre Stevenson one. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, they're the exact same play. A guy goes down in a pile of bodies. How do you say there's not enough evidence for one, but there's enough evidence for another? I think there's a lot of reasons. I think gambling comes into it. I think at the end of the game, you want to get it right for the lines and things like that. Um, I do, it's broken. It needs to be fixed. You need to either just get rid of it or redefine what evidence is. Or like in baseball, you know, a guy throws a, a ball, it's ruled a strike. They don't sit there and look at the tape. Like make certain things not reviewable. It's broken. It doesn't work. But um, yeah, I'm worried about the Patriots. I actually don't. Give the I don't have the Jets as a gimme. Uh, Jets have a good defense. Um, the they should be able to shut them down on offense, but the Jets have a good defense. So if they make some mistakes on offense, they could go down. They may be fighting back. I do think they'll win the game, but I don't think it's a gimme uh, like it always has been against a good Jets defense. So uh, I still think we're on pace for six seven wins. I think this team stinks, and I'm not doing the morality thing. I did that last week. You know they look good. No. They stink. They cannot win games. Uh, Tucker, flip side? Uh, I'm not fully like flip side guy. I mean, we're 0-2. 0-2 is 0-2. Um, we've gone against two of teams that are power ranked like top five in the NFL. So I think it does say a little bit there that we're competitive. But I mean, winning close games is important and we haven't shown the ability to do that. And that's a huge red flag. And the way that we started have been a huge red flag. Yes. We come back, we show resiliency. I love those things about this team, but I also would like to win football games. I think that's something that's important. Like, <laughs> like this is, I'm not going to Justin Fields it where it's like, well, we've looked good in our losses. Um, Cause that's bullshit. As for the game, a uh, few things to touch on. The the kick, uh, the field goal attempt was awesome. I mean, did research. I mean, it was cool. Very fun. Uh, offensive line, it definitely needs work. And there's a skill gap. We could not get the ball deep. There was no real openings deep. There's no real explosiveness. I know that's – I don't really know what the plan is on how to change that. But it doesn't feel like we've had the ability to do that at all this year. Uh, I'm trying to think little things. Uh, the DeMario Douglas benching, I don't hate it. At the end of the day, it's part of developing a guy like that is teaching him the lessons. And you know what? If this teaches him a lesson for the rest of his career, then it's 100% worth it. But you could tell there's a huge difference between him and Juju. Juju does not run the same types of routes. He's not the same type of player. And there wasn't really a change, and I think that's an issue. Like, O'Brien kind of had a play call set up, and when you got a new guy in there, it wasn't that we changed what we were doing. It's just that we put a new guy in the position, which I don't think is the right move. Um, overall, we're going to be frisky. We're going to fight in every game. I don't think we're a Super Bowl contender by a long shot, obviously. But 
the team's going to be in every game this season. There's no game that I say that, like, oh, the Patriots are going to get killed today. And I have faith that we can hopefully compete down the line. We'll see. I'm hoping DeMario will maybe even Kayshawn can develop more. That would be awesome if we could get something like that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, all in all, moral victories are dumb, but we look all right at times. We just need to come out. If we can just come out well, we can win these games um, against more talented rosters. I'll just say in how tight the AFC is, going 0-2 it could be the, a death sentence. Like, it could come right. down to two games. So that's that's just one thing. That's one reason I'm really frustrated. Uh, Dill, but this is also like two of the hardest teams on our schedule. Uh, It doesn't get a lot easier, but uh, it never gets easy. We have the hardest schedule in the NFL, but this is two of the hardest. Uh, Dill, um, Trey, you hit the nail on the head when you put it in the chat, and you just said it. Um, it feels like I've watched this game, I would say, 25 times. It's literally the same thing every single time. We come out, we have, a de- we're like, we get a quick deficit, we're down 10, and we try to claw back, we're sort of in the game, it's like the last drive, we need sort of a miracle to happen, and... We just don't get it done. And the offense is so incredibly bad sometimes. It's it's sad. Like, we can talk about Mac and how he's progressed, but you look at 15 other QVs, and it's like, oh, okay, they actually, like, can make something happen. I just don't – like, it just doesn't happen with our offense. We don't have like a big play. We it cannot. feels like we have to be perfect for thirty plays. They also cannot run the ball for some reason this year. They're a running football team that can't run the ball. Yeah, I, I don't really they, understand. They that. can't run. They it's have a line. zero deep threat. Mac can like I, I think I've seen Mac complete a deep ball throw maybe three times, <laughs> and that's might be because guys can't get open. But it's like he throws the ball up, and I'm like, there's no chance. He looks like terrified the, the, every time the, he throws it. The screen hasn't even panned to the rest of the, the field where the ball will be landing. And it's like, okay, this is going to end poorly. Um, but then every once in a while, he'll zip one in 25 yards downfield over the middle. And it's like, okay, like that was good. Um, but I don't know. It's just weird. Team's weird. Uh, they're not good. It, 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 what's crazy to me about it is that I watch other games. There's no other team like the Patriots. Oh, they're weird. They're just weird. It's weird to watch. They're boring. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's very strange. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Like, Trey, what, how many wins do you think they had, Trey? Leading year seven or uh, six? I think I landed on seven. Yeah. It, I think that's where it's going to be. Um, hammering them minus two next week. Um, Cameron? Look ahead now, or are we going to do that? Uh, we'll do it after. Uh, they The line has moved to three um, on this game next week. Cameron, 
Patriots thoughts, and we have not touched at all on the Dolphins. I know you're you're big into the Dolphins. If you want to hit on them, go mm-hmm. for it. Yep, I got the Patriots minus two already earlier on Trey's book, and then I got it on my own as well. Um, I think the Patriots are bad. Actually, Cam, you got it two and a half. Yeah, you, alternate spread. Yeah, I bought it up. All spread. It um, literally went up like eight points. By the way. Okay. I have them at plus. Uh, I have the Jets plus three, and that, that it's at three right now. You have the Jets plus three. No, I'm not. T- I'm not taking them. It's on the book. It's. Okay. it's I thought it's you. Was, no, oh I'm not God, taking them. I would have to be mad. No, there's no way. I would never do that. No matter how much I hate the Patriots, I would never do that. And Trey, I might hate you at times, but I respect that. Thank you. You're not Chris. No, scumbag. I uh, would bet against the pass so hard if I wasn't a bad uh, Me too. Every game. <laughs> go ahead, Cam. Um, I did that uh, both weeks, and it worked for me. So okay. I, uh, I think the Pats are bad. I think defensively they're gonna be they're gonna be okay. It's gonna win them some games. But you guys played too good of teams, so it all comes down to you know you gotta make them score less than twenty two or whatever it was. Oh, uh, I have a question. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So do you think we're bad or just our record will be bad this year? Because you're saying that we're bad, you're but all You're not a playoff team. team. You're not a playoff team. So Now, are you saying that because of who we play? Or no, no. Okay, no. I just want to clarify that. Yeah, I think there's seven teams in the AFC better than you guys. Probably I agree. But I also just think the AFC <clears> NFC <throat> is oh, 6-0 and against the NFC this year. I know, I uh, saw that. <laughs> but, uh, no, I agree with you. I test, yeah. Um, no, I think the Patriots are, um, they're always going to be in it because they're the Patriots and they just have a better game plan and, and defensively they can hold teams. Um, but I, I just don't think they have anything that puts them over the edge. I feel like they're always going to be playing from behind. Um, they're never, they're not explosive. They can't come out and, and just dominate teams. They don't have the players for it. So, yeah, I mean, you guys are mid. Um, not saying the Giants have that explosiveness, but we, at least we have Saquon who can break a 90 yarder. Had Saquon. He's dead. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Uh, you guys don't bet against your team. I bet San Francisco minus nine and a half. <laughs> so, uh, emotional hedge. Don't. Emotional hedge, unless they lose by nine, which you know I deserve all every every bit of if they lose by less than nine. Um, anyway, yeah, the Dolphins. I'm high on the Dolphins. I think I was just high on the Dolphins a lot yesterday. Um, and was it yesterday the game? No, like two days ago. You had two as a top two quarterback in the league yesterday. Yeah, I like to ruffle feathers though. <laughs> um, I, I don't think he's a. I don't think he's elite, but I am starting. I I still think that Justin Herbert should have been drafted before him, but he does have some zip. He's, the deep ball is not really struggling, but he gets it there. Um, they trust him there, and he, he's putting it where he needs to be. So I mean, you can't really hate on him for now. I think the Dolphins are are really good. I think they got a chance. They'll be in the uh, AFC ship probably. I don't know who else is out there. Nobody really looks stubby. Nobody looks deadly in the AFC right now. It's early. It's early, yeah. But I, I really like the Dolphins. Um, 
one last thing on this game. I know we've done a lot on it, but the Tyree Kill stuff with him saying Patriots fans are scumbags. Yes, we're scumbags. 100% agree. I absolutely would chirp Tyree Kill about being a terrible person. Um, but those in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Now it's come out that a Dolphins fan punched a Patriots fan that resulted in the Patriots fan dying. So just those in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Shut your mouth, dude. Stop beating women. Stop beating your kid. And uh, then maybe people will be nicer to you. Um, the, the Tyree Kill frustrates me more than anyone because he has such as because he's so fast and so good at football. He has this just pristine reputation in the league when he is a dirtbag. So when he talks shit, I don't like it. Um, all right. Other news around the league. Definitely one thing that I wanted to touch on. These these owners and GMs are so right to not pay running backs. <laughs> you look at what's happened now. Uh, Saquon's hurt out for a couple weeks. Eckler's out for a couple weeks. Um, there's some other ones too. Williams in, in New Orleans out for a couple weeks. And then Nick Chubb. Was, it was awful. I mean, his knee was perpendicular to his leg. Insane uh, injury. He's probably never going to be the same guy. It's the same knee he blew out in college. It, it sucks. Uh, I took him first overall in fantasy, so I'm really feel, feeling it. Or not first overall, but first round pick in fantasy. So I'm really feeling it. But um, feel Thank you. Um, it's just I just can't be good at fantasy. God won't let me. Um but yeah, I, uh, I I think it's absolutely justified the argument that was uh, made this offseason not to pay these guys. And it sucks. And if they want to be, if you want to be a great running back, you've got to be overused. Like that's that has to happen. But it's week two. It's not like they're overused to the point like they're breaking out at the end of the season. They're just freak injuries. It just happens when you're running into, you know, 10 uh, 300-pound men every 10 seconds. So uh cam you're running back obviously one of the casualties any any thoughts on that yeah he's gonna be okay at least sprained ankle and dable said he might be good to go for thursday absolutely not gonna happen he's just saying that i just want him to be healthy for the the fins game really um well geez i guess there's a game in between who do we play after the niners I don't know. I think sit him this week for sure. No reason for him to be out there at all. Um, and then get him get him back into play for the Seahawks on Monday Night Football. That's a long break and a must-win game. Um, so hopefully that'll happen. I, I mean, yeah, don't pay running backs, but also like we kind of need him because he's our star guy. So we kind of had to keep him. I just, uh, yeah, they, they're going to get hurt. It's not their fault. But they're going to get hurt, and you could argue that they deserve money because they're risking more of their life. But also, if you're not going to play, you don't deserve money. So it's kind of a catch-22. Okay, oh, I'd also like to apologize. I did injure Saquon Barkley. I said the play before that happened, I said I would pay Saquon Barkley. <laughs> and he immediately... Had that happen. I thought it was a torn ACL. I learned my lesson. I'll never say anything like that again. Um, you, did take, you did take the Giants in the survival pool, though. I did. I did it's take Giants the Giants. That's such it's a sharp pick. Against the Cardinals. Why some pick? Um, 
Dell, any thoughts on running backs being dead? Um, now, Nick Chubb destroyed his knee. Um, there was like eight people injured in the Steelers game, the Steelers-Browns game. Um, I'm not hearing – that might be the most uh, injuries this season in a game so far. Um, at least watching it, there was like a TV timeout every 30 seconds. And uh, nobody's complaining about that field uh, being grass. That's all I got to say. Oh, interesting. All this all this stuff about the turf, like, I, I get it. And, oh, that happened on turf, it would be... Oh, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. It, it would be all grass from here on out. Um, I will say I enjoyed playing on grass so much more than turf in high school. I hated turf. I would agree. Even just playing baseball on turf is a pain in the ass. Um, I can imagine playing football would be annoying. Uh, I just, there has to be enough, like, the, there has to be enough science going on to understand, like, what's good and what's bad. So, especially now. So, I think within a few years, there's going to be, like, like people aren't going to go to grass, but there's going to be, like, new turf rolled out that's, like, supposed to be safer. That That's... That's my wasted take. I'm sorry. What was the wasted take? Turf gate. There's who's scratching on your mic. You know, someone's cleaning their uh, clothes (laughs) on the washboard and rock. (laughs) It's brick right now. Brick is just scratching. Oh, sorry. You're you're cleaning your clothes on a washboard with a brick. (laughs) No, brick is just scratching at myself. He found something in there. He's convinced. I don't know what to do about it. So so the take is that within two years, all active turf fields will be will be will have to be changed to a new turf that's quote unquote safer for all athletes. That's the take. Um all right. Yeah, I think that I I, I like that take. Uh, especially with Aaron Rodgers' face of the league going down, uh, they're going to do something. Uh, Tucker, any any thoughts on Dylan's take and or running backs? Um, the take probably. Do I believe in big grass still? Is this a big grass conspiracy? The, the no, turf, it's big. The, it's the, big turf. The no, no, sod you're, you're all about like the turf is fine. Grass is the real. Big grass is trying to make it sound like turf's bad. No, I'm just saying nobody was yapping about how there was 100 injuries on a game where it was all grass. Well. I'm saying but big grass doesn't let us hear about that kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe. They're yeah. in with Roundup. It's an interesting point. They're in bed with uh, Roundup. <laughs> but, uh... I, I agree. I mean, it's if they're complaining this much, it's an $8 billion league. Let them play on whatever field they want to play on, I guess. Like, if it's one less thing for them to be like, we're risking our lives out here. Like, if you can just be like, well, here's the, here's the grass you wanted. It, 
like at the end of the day, does it matter to them? Like there's like sell tickets for a dollar higher a piece. Boom. You just paid for it. It's just, you know, I feel like this is way too big of money for them to like, be like, well, we want to, it's cheaper if we put them on turf. Like, dude, come on, grow up. It's a lot of money to be made. I think we can just give them whatever grass they want to play on. Yeah, and as for paying bad. running backs, I agree, probably shouldn't pay them. Um, I think, like, just having a couple of good, with the pay, you know, and I'm not even sure if Zeke is in that category anymore, but just having a couple of good guys. That can just carry the ball is probably the move. I don't know though anymore because the Patriots can't run the ball for shit. It's the line. So, um, I mean, football running backs it doesn't seem to be like the hardest nut to crack. You need one guy that has a little bit of speed, that's a little shifty, yeah, and one guy, guy has a power back that can go four yards. Yeah. Like, we are such we are wearing the NFL hat right so hard right now, <laughs> just not at all respecting the players. <laughs> Screw them, let them die. <laughs> um, um, also, side point. Um, I don't know if you guys know about the fighter jet that was lost. Crazy. But, hey, uh, you brought this up to me already. But uh, tough day for, for jets, or tough week for jets of all variety. Yeah, the U.S. Um, has lost $180 million in jets over the past week. Yeah, exactly. Um. All right. Other interesting games anyone wants to touch on? We started talking about just loser teams. Um, the Vikings, the Chargers losing to the Titans of all teams. Uh, I think the Chargers are done. I don't think I put them in the playoffs. I'm glad I didn't. Um, I just think they're they're losers. Staley's out. Um, the games last night both stunk. Not good fo- football. Um, any other games anyone wants to touch on? Cam? Uh, yeah. Or Tuck, go ahead. Um, can we talk about the, did it, you guys see the ending of the Broncos Commanders game? That was wild. That, uh, I had a big bet on the Commanders money line. What a rush that game was. Yeah. I mean, that was insanity. Like, I can't believe that happened. Especially the ending. I mean, they got it. And let me say, I'll say it now that the bet's cashed. Blatant PI on the two-point conversion that just wasn't accounted for. Which, if I'm a Broncos fan, I am fuming at that. That is crazy. Yeah, that was, that that was definitely PI. That. that was PI. Oh, blatant PI. Cam, didn't you say that wasn't PI? I said it. No, I wasn't watching the game. Oh, okay. I said it wasn't PI because I was betting on the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was purely out of like, please, for the love of God, do not call PI on that. <laughs> yeah, no, it was PI, but it wasn't. But it was. Uh, it was. Cam, any any games you want to touch on? Like I'm. Uh, did you talk about the Lions? We have not talked about the Lions. Um. I'm surprised they lost that game. Uh, I didn't watch any of that game. All I know is that the Seahawks own the Lions, apparently. Like, yeah, they, I like. I was not expecting that at all. Um, 
May, they are overblown. Really they are overhyped. They are, and it sucks. And they are a fun team to root for, and you know all that. And but they are just not. They are overhyped. Is the problem? There, there might be a good team. I think we a lot of us picked them to win the division. Um, they're overhyped. So it is what it is. But I'm not. I'm not super shocked to see them lose that game. Um, all right. Anything else before we get into parlay making? Oh, I didn't know we were going straight into the parlay. All right. Yeah, we're doing this every week now, boys. So I, I sent a text. Get get a look at the lines. I think I've picked one out that I'm I'm feeling okay about. Uh, there's some big numbers this week. Um, as the teams start to find kind I of find mine. their way, Giants ten point dogs, Broncos six and a half dogs. Commander six and a half dogs, Colts seven and a half dogs, Houston nine and a half dogs, um, uh, Cardinals twelve dogs, Bears twelve and a half dogs. I mean, big numbers. The one dog that I'm looking at that I don't think can cover the spread is the Broncos. I think the Broncos suck. Cam, shots at you. Uh, I think they're <laughs> Super Bowl champion. I think they stink. I think the Dolphins are legit. Yes, they you know weren't spectacular, but they were going against the Belichick coach defense uh, that took away their strength. I don't know if the Broncos can do that. I know they have that good corner there, PS2. Uh, great nickname, by the way. Patrick Sertain II, PS2. Um, I just think six and a half is the right number. I think the Dolphins are probably going to win by 10 or more. Uh, so I'm going to take Miami Dolphins minus six and a half for my leg of the wasted takes parlay. Um, does anyone have a line ready to go? Yep. Go ahead, Cam. Get into it. So. Also, wait, before you go, I just wanted to, I meant to touch on this like four times already during our conversations, but we have made a rule. No picking against um, our other other people's favorite team. So Cam cannot make picks against the Patriots. We cannot make picks against the Giants. We can pick, you know, uh, Cam, if you want to do the – he could pick the Patriots. We could pick the Giants. We can't make yep. picks against them uh, because the lines on some of these games are uh, going to be very juicy, very easy to take, as Cam has – um, so we're going to make that a, a rule just to keep peace in the podcast and prevent us from, uh, betting against our favorite teams for those that don't wish to. Uh, now can Cam bet against the Giants? Cam can. So that, yes. So we're not gonna be upset by he can, he can pick against the Giants. I would say none of the three of us can pick against the Patriots because it sounds like none of us bet against them ever. Um, you can do no, it, but I should. Can can. I yeah I mean I won't place the bet if that's the case but I'd say that's okay. fair. that's probably fair game if you really want to but uh, it won't be as fun because I I'll tell you right now no matter how if it was Patriots plus I mean minus two thousand I wouldn't pick against them um, so just want to throw that out there no oh, I would <laughs> um, yeah so. Uh, if the Patriots get back down to minus two and a half, 
I would love to put that in. We'd maybe we do a fifth one if everyone's on board. But I'm going with uh, the first matchup between the highest career winning percentage quarterback and the lowest winning percentage quarterback in history. The Chiefs minus 12 and a half against the Bears. Wow, that's a big number, though. That's Cam. a lot of points, and I like all of them. I think this is 42 to 13. Now, the, the Chiefs didn't really put up numbers last week. They, it was a defensive battle between the Jaguars. That's why the line's only 12 and a half. I think that means, I think that helps the Chiefs because they're going to want to put up points in this game. All right, sounds like everyone's on board. Um, no choice. <laughs> Dylan, uh, you are the only, well, Cam's technically undefeated, but he does have a push. You're the only one to get both of his picks so far correct in the Waste Takes Parlay. So th- this was part of uh, what I wanted to bring up, too. We need to have season stats. I ha- I'm recording them. Picks. I am recording them. Um, uh, Tucker's 0-2, uh, ice cold. Fade Tucker movement is throwing parties. Uh, I am 1-1, one one. Cam is 1-0-1, oh, oh and, and you are the Sharp on this podcast right now. You're 2-0. Oh. Um, um, one's sticking out to me so far, but... Uh, There's a couple I got in mind. Trey, you go first in case you pick. I went. I, I went. I went. I meant Tucker. All right, lock of the week, Tucker. We only lock we of only, the week. We only call Tucker's pick the lock of the week to keep tradition. Uh, lock of the week this week. It's easy. It's the don't overthink this lock of the week. It's the Bengals minus one and a half yeah. at home against the Rams. Easy money. Lock it in. It's Monday night football, so I'm going to be watching. If you want to come down to Patrick's Pub, we will be having the games on. We will be having Blinko at halftime. It'll be a great time. Um, and you know what? Might as well make some money while you do it. So bet the lock of the week is a get-right game for the boys. They're going to get this one. Um, um, can I just throw out – Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. It's funny you said that because the, the one I was really eyeballing was uh, Rams plus one and a half. So, um, well, you're welcome. I just got some money. Uh, we'll see. Well, now, uh, we're, now we're screwed because probably... Dylan's the sharp. Um... <laughs> I, I will just say I hate that we have picked a Monday night game in all of these. Yeah, I actually, uh, man, I, I don't like I, it. I, Makes I, me anxious. I, I agree there. It gives me something to look forward to on Monday Night Football when I'm working late. I also love the Rams. Puka Nakua. Um, in that game? Is Puka Nakua, yeah, Nakua real? Puka Nakua, real or fake? But he might not be a real person. I think he's real. Um, I mean, what an unreal name, though. He's on B-Real. Did you see Kaimi Fairburn's real name? No. The kid, yeah. The, the kicker for the Texans, Kaimi Fairburn's real name is John something Huma Huma Nuka Nuka Apua'a, something like that, Fairbairn. He just goes by – it's literally the longest name I've ever seen in my life. Shout out Hawaii. Shout out. 
They, they, is he a big boy? Because they breed some big boys. No, he's a kicker. Oh, over there. Oh, small boy. Does he wear glasses? I think Tua has Tua's name is like that too. Like his first name is not Tua. It's something long with a lot of apostrophes and A's. They do do that. Um, I will say Tua looks. His face looks fat. I think he's got a lot of brain swelling. Because <laughs> it does look a little. Chubby his face looks face. fat. <laughs> Okay, okay, I'm locking it in. I'm going, uh, I don't want to do this, but I'm going Vikings plus one. Uh, listen, Dylan, listen, we have a rule on this podcast, and yeah, we got I'm called out for it. Two I'm things I want to call you out for, Dill. So this is just general. Um, Tucker's father came up to me at the bar this weekend and said, did you guys bet the Vikings on the Waste It Takes parlay this week? And I said, no. He said, good, because you made a rule that you're not allowed to bet the Vikings. So if you bet okay, the Vikings. I'm not betting the Vikings. That's the rule. Also, my cousin Sam, shout out Sam. I could tell he was a real listener because we were talking about the podcast. He's like, yeah. Uh, oh, no, this is that wasn't you, Dill. This was Cam. He goes, I, he goes, yeah, I can barely hear Cam, dude. Cam's got to figure out his mic situation. I'm like, that's how I know you're real. That's how I know you listen to the show. That's fine. That's real. It's better in uh, wear headphones now. So maybe he's on an older episode. He's probably only only listening to one out of a couple. Sam, because Sam absolutely carried me in golf this weekend. Would have lost a lot of money if it wasn't for him. Shout out, Sam. Shout out. I think he was nominated. Wait, real quick. Just saw a, uh, a cool stat about the Chiefs. Their next six games are Bears, Jets, Vikings, Broncos, Chargers, Broncos. Combined 1-11. What team did you say? The Chiefs' next six games. Oh, boy. Their opponents are combined 1-11. Nice. So. That would be so a lot of minus points. When, what's our, do we have an easy game on our schedule? Or is this like as close as we get? This might be as close. This might be it. That's all right. What game is in? Uh, is there a game next week in London, or is that the week after? I don't know. There's some game. We gotta we gotta make this pick, Dill. Sorry, you guys were chatting. I'm going a while. I'm going Browns minus three, comeback game against the Tennessee Titans. Okay. It's only minus three because the Browns lost poorly and the Titans won unexpectedly. And Chubb's out. I love yeah. the Titans. All right, let's do it. But uh, what's his face? Ford is an absolute legend. He's going to run for 400 yards. I hope so. Um, all right. List guys? Do we have list guys? Do we, what did you say earlier this week, Cam? Oh, songs of the 2000s. I love it. So didn't does we already kind of did this, though, didn't we? We did artists. We did alt-rock artists or something. Yeah, that's true. I was thinking Songs loser. of the 2000s. Loser franchises. All right. Fine. Terrible idea. I'm an idiot. No, Don't. it's a good idea. I'll I just, never amount, I just, I'll never I need amount more to prep for that. Oh, no. I'll never amount to anything. I'm literally pulling yeah. a, a uh, I, did so, playlist. Did someone say loser franchises? Loser franchises, I said, because Cam and I had a long argument last night. Or not argument, like, it's conversation. Like that, one, that one's e- easier to handle. Pick the best loser franchises. 
Yeah. The be- best meaning the worst or the best? Yes, pick, the pick the worst ones. You want to get the, the worst one, we pick number one. Who won the poll? Um, I did. But we only did the poll from two weeks ago. All right. Um, I've, I've, I've been here like half the time. I know. You've been busy. Too I, underst- I understand. Uh, all this, right. Let's do. Does this only count for uh, active teams? I think we do all sports, loser franchises. Um, yes, they have to be an active team. But they can have been like, they can, they can have relocated or something like that. Okay. So if you wanted to pick the Titans because the Oilers were not good. I don't, I don't know that for a fact. I don't know anything about that. But you could pick them, like, for their historic losing as the Oilers, if that was the case. Um, and, like, the Browns are technically not the same Browns as the old Browns, but they're the same team, but they're not because they moved to, to Baltimore and blah, blah, blah. Um, so there is a bit a, of a uh, problem here, though. Dylan and I are now tied. So, uh, Dylan, somebody pick a number between 1 and 10. Tucker, pick a number between 1 and 10. And Dylan and I will Seven. Pick. No. I mean, in your head. <laughs> Cam, pick a number between 1 and 10 in your Got head. It. Got yeah. it. Got it. Uh, Dylan, you – or I'll go first because I won the most recent poll. I'm going to go with three. Okay. Dill? Six. Uh, neither of you got it. What was closer? Well, it's easy for Dylan to just take what's in between 10 and 3. That's exactly what I did. That's fine. I think this is, I mean, Dylan's closer. It was 8. Okay, then that's fine. Dylan gets the second pick. I should have been smarter. I should have picked better. Um, Just pick 5. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Um, Okay, I'll go first anyway, though. You do. Uh, The Vikings. Love it. Number 1. They are 0-4 in Super Bowls. They are... Uh, they've been to nine NFC championships, and they made four Super Bowls, and they not in the for it. And they are losers, and they continue to lose every single year, and we hate them on this podcast. I hate the Vikings. I hate them so much. I hate them. Dell? Um, I am going the Cleveland Indians, or Guardians, whatever you want to call them. I haven't won a World Series since 1948, which, I mean, that was before recorded history. <laughs> so uh, that they're just never won, essentially. Uh, also experienced one of the most devastating losses. I think it was in World Series history. I want to say it was like 19... It might have been 1997 um, when the Marlins, I think, won it in their first year, and they just... They won it on like a walk off or something. Um, yeah, Indians, Guardians, they're terrible. All they're right, uh, I'm gonna go with an easy one here. Um, I'm gonna go with the Cleveland Browns. Obviously, never won a Super Bowl. Never really seen any sort of success. They've made a couple playoff appearances here and there. I actually don't know if they've ever uh, made it to an AFC Championship. I don't know if they have or not. Um, but they've had really never had a good quarterback ever. Their best player in franchise history was a running back in like the 60s. So like that's pretty tough. Um, 
yeah, they just constantly seem to make the wrong decision, including this latest one with Deshaun Watson. Uh, you could just see it where it was going from a mile away. Cannot draft, you know, any good player they have. It seems like they leave uh, Cleveland Browns. That's my number one. Tuck? Um, number one, give me... I got to go with the Detroit Lions. I just feel like they're just the epitome of the loser. I mean, the first team in professional sports to never win a game in a season. That's, that's as not bad. very good. That's pretty bad. That's that's as bad as it gets. I mean, they, that is about as bad as it gets. That they've had so many good, like they had Barry Sanders on this team. They had Megatron. They had debatably the greatest running back of all time. And the greatest wide receiver of all time. And they had nothing to show for it. This team is just loser through and through. Um, another pick, Tuck? Shit. This this list that I have is awful. It's I said longest championship droughts, and the Eagles were number two on the list. They just won a uh, championship. Old, I know. Old, old article. You know what? I'm going to say one. I think I'm going to get some heat for this because they've been good recently. The Bills. Yeah, that was my next pick. They lost four Super Bowls in a row. Or was it? No, just four. Was it four in a row? Yeah. Four in a row. Awful. I mean, there's nothing worse than that. That's, I that's mean, so just bad. Like, I think it's different types of the scale. Like, the... Lions just never really do get anywhere. The Bills get there and can't do anything. That's a loser. I mean, through and through, loser franchise. And they they, they they got put under the boot of Tom Brady for 20 years. Like, Tom Brady beat the crap out of all the AFC East teams, but he never lost to the Bills. I think he lost three games to the Bills in 20 years. Um, all-time losers. Uh, my next one, I'm glad this one fell to me. This was kind of the one that spurred our conversation the other night. The Chargers. Uh, this is like the exact opposite of the Browns. Just always talent on these teams. I mean, they can they can pick up good quarterbacks. Cam brought up Dan Fouts, old-time quarterback. Loser. Loser broadcast, too. I hate Fouts on the broadcast. Um, Phillip Rivers. Loser. Justin Herbert. Looking like a loser. You have all-time players. Junior Seau. The Danian Tomlinson. Just... Can't ever win. Just always lose. Choking dog franchise. Uh, one of the best tight ends ever on their team in Antonio Gates. Just losers. Through and through. They will never win the Chargers. I don't like the Chargers because they are a loser franchise and a loser fan base too. Except for I think Bolt. it's the uh, I think it's the, the powder blue. Except for Boltman. Boltman's cool. I, I, I like Boltman, but the rest of them can suck it. Uh, Dale? Who's the who's the crazy uh, running back that always had like the tinted like, Tomlinson. face shield? That yeah, that guy scared me as a child. Um, <laughs> really my bad. number two, I'm going. I'm not going football. I haven't touched football yet. I'm going hockey. I'm going the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1967. Uh, which was the last season of the NHL's original six. Uh, and, and they actually haven't gone back to the Stanley Cup finals since, which is also absurd because they're, they've, ne- 
at least though, since I've been alive, they haven't been bad. <laughs> They've actually been one of the best teams in the league for a, a good stretch of five, six years in the past 15 years. And they just can't get it done. They make the playoffs. The, the Bruins just... Choking dogs. Always, always, you know, beat the rocks off of them. Uh, that's not even a saying, but that's what came to mind. Um, and their name, too. It's just a loser name. Just why, why is it Leafs? <laughs> like, just, I don't like it. I don't like reading it. I don't like looking at it. Why are the Red Sox socks? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really particularly like that either. I don't like how Red Sox. You can't say he was a Red Sox. You have to say he was a Red Sox. Like one of the best. Like he was a great Red Sox. I don't like that. No, people say Red Sox. Yeah, but you're not supposed to. We have to say Red Sox player. You can't just say. Exactly, it annoys me. Yeah, um, no, I would agree. I don't like that either. Um, Cam, back up top. Yep, going two football here. First one's going to be the Falcons. Um, Losers. 28 to three. Losers. Losers. Yeah. <laughs> 28 to three. Lahu, I think they've made another Super Bowl against the Packers. I think the Packers beat them one year. Um, they made it. Losers. Just choking dogs, do they always choke leads? Always. Yeah, they just keep doing it <laughs> to this day. It's incredible. They had a stat one time where they blew like since twenty eight three they blew like five twenty four leads. Crazy. Uh, and then number three Jets. Yeah, uh, Jets. huge one. They have um, Namath for sure sold his soul to the devil. Did made a deal. Sixty eight. Um, he said, "I'm only in this one. Don't care about the future." It made him ugly. Made him old. <laughs> Disgusting looking, uh, nice guy. Just commercials now. Um, Jets are the Jets. The Browns are the Browns, and the Jets are the Jets. And those things are certain. They're not uh, allowed to have nice things. I mean, I mean, Rogers, perfect example. They had a shot, and they they shut it down quick because they're the Jets. Um, they also have no historical statistical value. Um, no one's ever done anything. Know where these statistics wise. Uh, I don't know if they've ever Darrell had a Rivas. quarterback that's been a winning quarterback. Yeah, one one time, but one time. I don't. It, it how much though? Just one time. Also, uh, Namath, all-time horny guy. I don't know if you ever seen the interview he did with Susie Colbert during a game once. He just runs up to her and he's he's walk he's talking to her and he's just like I, I really want to kiss you right now like on live TV it's awesome you gotta watch yeah, it probably um yes. Dill um I'm switching gears to a different sport I'm going basketball uh I'm going the Brooklyn Nets yeah they're pretty, uh, pretty big losers they I mean first off. You don't be a team, then not be a team, and then come back and be a team. Like, they originally in Brooklyn? They were in New Jersey, I know, but... Yeah, but they were in Brooklyn. I didn't know that. Years ago. Am I wrong by that? Or am I just... I don't know that. I know that happened to the Browns. The Browns what became the Ravens, and then they added an expansion team and made it the Browns. 
we're going to have to fact check that um, later. Uh, but I don't know a lot about basketball, but they came in when they became the Brooklyn Nets. I, I thought it was for the second time, but I could be wrong. Um, they didn't they like start off hot. They went to like a did they go to a championship? No, like a Eastern Conference championship. Really? No, I don't I remember. Don't, I don't think so. I think they were pretty bad from the jump because right but, after they moved, they they did the Paul Pierce trade, and that kind of right, screwed so them for ten years. They yeah, exactly. That was the point. They made they tried to you know stack the team with some late greats, uh, and it's just cursed them forever. Um, they have had some seasons. I think I think it was early on where they were like one of the better teams in the league, but could never get it done. Um, uh, the only person on team from before they moved that I can remember, I think it was Mike Bibby. Shout out. Um, that was it. That's all I got. They're just not good. Jason Kidd. Um, Jason Kidd. That might be, that's who I was thinking of. But I think Bibby was also on team. I, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to switch gears as well and take a self shot. Uh, I talked about this in the spring a lot. The Boston yeah. Bruins are a yeah. loser franchise and it's similar to like, Teams like the Vikings or, you know, the Bills who have success, yes, make the playoffs. The Bruins have been a fantastic regular season team for 20 years now, really. I think they have the best regular season record in the past, like, 15 years. They do. I think they're tops. Um, They do have championships, but their original six team, I think they have six championships total, uh, a couple of them from very, very long ago. Um and they've maybe this is an overstep, but more recently they are a loser franchise. They get to the playoffs and they choke. They uh, choked in the finals twice. Uh, they always seem to choke. This last uh, season was arguably one of the biggest chokes in NHL history. Um, blowing a three-one lead when you had the best regular season record of all time. The Boston Bruins are unfortunately a loser franchise, and I'm a loser for rooting for them. But uh, I'm going to go with the Bruins. Um, Tuck? Tuck, are you still with us? You're muted, if so. Sorry, I meant, sorry, the dog was scratching again, so I muted my mic. Um, that might be the worst pick I've ever heard. Okay. Does it... Like, can we get a stat of which NHL team has the most championships? I think the it's Bruins might the Oilers, maybe. No, they're not. They're not number one. Then um, are they what two, three, four? So yeah, it, they've won. They beat five teams for some of them. They beat five teams for some of them. Like they were beating this plumbers. Is like say the Yankees. Yeah, anything after uh, 1967. Doesn't really count, and they've only won two since then. It was 2011, right, when they won? Yeah, and, then, and sometime in the 70s, 76, And 75. then it was 70, 74, 76, 77, something like that. So, yeah, not, not great. Um, terrible pick. I'm taking the New York Mets. Um, yeah, great pick. They're just losers. I mean, the best part about the Nets that they spend Mets. Mets, that they spend so much money to they're and number they, one on the payroll by a lot this year. And they still sucked. They still sold all their guys at the deadline because they couldn't do it. My number two pick, 
I'm going to go with the Sacramento Kings. I know they just made the playoffs yeah, this year. One. They're up and up for the future. I don't think they've made the playoffs in like 20 years. And that's in a league that half the teams make the playoffs. So in 20 years, they have year. been in the top half. I said this year is the exception. They've had, they're finally on the up and up. But like in a league where half the teams make the playoffs, to never make it is crazy. Um. All right. I'm going to go with baseball here just to kind of switch it up. Um. It's tough. There's a lot of good candidates at the top of this list. But I am going to go with probably the most boring team in the MLB. Um, they had, they've had some success here and there. Well, it could go for either of my picks, um, Dale, so I don't know. But I'm going with the Rangers. Mm. The Rangers, I feel like, have never done anything. Uh, I don't. They, did they ever make a World Series? Did they recently make a World Series like 10, 10 15 years ago? I feel like I'm making that up in my head. Um, but didn't make the postseason. So. Didn't make the postseason their first thirty-five seasons. Um, since nineteen sixty-one, uh, they've. Oh yeah, they did. They made the World Series in twenty ten and twenty eleven. Lost both. Um, haven't really had. Who are their all-time greats? Nolan Ryan was he a Ranger? Am I am I imagining that? Yeah, he was a he was a Ranger. Nolan um, Ryan, Josh Hamilton killed a guy. Josh Hamilton killed a guy. Uh, people forget that he was a Ranger. Yeah, he did. Um, um, yeah, just a loser. Rafael franchise. Palmero, big steroid guy. Ivan Rodriguez, big steroid guy. Just a loser franchise. The Irrelevant. Alex Rodriguez started there. He did. Big steroid guy, also a weirdo. Also kisses himself in the mirror. Certified weirdo. Um, yeah, just kind of a loser franchise. Just boring. Never does anything. Irrelevant. Consistently irrelevant. Their ball, their ballpark used to have that. Didn't they have that big mound in center field, or was that Houston? That was Houston. But uh, ballpark's pretty yeah, boring. Uh, I feel like every well, time they just built a new one, and it's arguably still boring. Are the Sox playing them right now? They are. Sox are losing. Uh, well. They're still losers, so losers, Rangers, suck, suck franchise. Uh, my is this five, right? I believe so. Number five, I'm going football for the first time. I'm going uh, with the Miami Dolphins. Um, hear me out on this one. That's interesting. Uh. They had an undefeated season, right? The only one to ever do it, 1972. Um, they also won the year after. But I still hear all the time about this undefeated season. Like, it happened yesterday. It was 50-some-odd years ago. Uh, can we stop, like, being on our high horse about all these people that probably are already dead? All right. Um, I don't like hearing about it. Um, they also, um, are in my lifetime, I don't remember them ever being particularly good. And, uh, you can never forget laces out. Yep. Lahu Zahir. Exactly. Uh, Cam wraps up. 
All right, starting off with the Utah Jazz, number four. I know that was only that was only four, Doug. Yeah, we still had another round. Yeah. Okay, say. okay. Uh, I couldn't remember. Um, Utah Jazz. I didn't realize this, but they've never won. They are very similar to the Vikings Boring. in the sense that they always make it and they never, never come through. All time losers. Michael Jordan owns them. The Trailblazers own them. The Rockets own them. I'm looking at their playoff history and it's sad. Um, and they haven't got any better. Don't know anybody on the Jazz anymore. Number five. Number five. I'm going to go. Oh, Memphis Grizzlies. There's no particular reason for this, but when you think of like the one franchise that nobody really thinks of, um, a lot of people, a lot of people would argue say the, the Grizzlies. What have they ever done besides come up with a cool uniform back when they were in Vancouver? That they got rid of. Yeah, they got rid of the losers. Awesome. That's a great point. Got rid of their best thing about them, and now John Morant holds guns in every single. Instagram post ever. Figure it out. It's not going on in Memphis. No one needs to be in Memphis. Anyone else playing Memphis? They're the only team. I think so. Only show in town. Get him on it. Get him on a Memphis. Dale? Uh, number five, going back to baseball. Um, this is more recency bias. Um, I'm going the Oakland A's. Uh, now, back in the 70s, uh, they won three in a row, 72, 73, 74. And then they won in 89. And I believe that was the season with uh, Jose Canseco. No, wait, I'm stupid. That's like 2001. What am I talking about? Um, I don't know anything about that season. Um, but... Uh, This team recently, yeah, I mean, I don't know how far this goes back. They spend the least amount of money, maybe maybe second least in the, in the league forever. Um, I mean, that's just kind of loser mentality. Like, I get that they may be good at scouting and came up with the whole, you know, baseball stat nerds thing. Um which I guess is cool in itself, but at its core, they have a team in the MLB and they spend almost zero dollars on it. They have an average fan base of about 3,000 at a game, maybe less, and their stadium is actually falling apart. And they're such a waste of money and a waste of space that the city is actively denying their bids to get a new field. They're like, do not do it here. We don't want it. They keep, they tell them yes. And then they tell them no, and they tell them no. And they keep telling them no. Um, I don't think they're, I don't know if they're going to have enough money to move. They might not. I don't know. If, I, we might just lose the team. So um, sliding the A's in at, at my five spot. All right. Uh, there was a couple bird teams I wanted to put in here, but I decided on one of them. I'm going to the NBA, diversify the list. 
Uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks have one championship from 1958. Uh, are so they still a team? They are still a team. Trey Young is on their oh, team. Boy. They make it to the playoffs, I feel like, every couple of years. Lose immediately. They have 12 division titles since they were created in the 50s. So, uh, bum franchise. Uh, absolute losers. Trey Young's a loser. He beats the Knicks once and everyone crowns him as God. Um, yeah. So, uh, loser franchise for sure. Uh, Tuck, wrap us up. Uh, yeah. My pick, little lesser known team. Um, it's the Washington Generals. Anyone <laughs> know who the Washington Generals are? I do. Is, is that the Wizards? No. Uh, fun fact. Only one career win. The, uh, the team, the Globetrotters. Absolute bum team. Just get dog walked every single game. Laughed out of every stadium they play in. I mean, they got to be on your list for biggest loser franchise. Wait, is this the team that the Globetrotters play? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay, that, that, that took me a second. To <laughs> Honorable mention. When you, when you started talking about that, what, what popped in my head is like, oh, it would have been good if someone said the team that... <laughs> yeah, I had to Google what they But Trey, I'm impressed that you just knew off the top of your head oh, Washington Generals. I know my franchises. Um, honorable mention, Arizona Cardinals. That was the one I was about to pick that I changed. Um, yeah. They suck. And blow. You call them you call them a shop back team. They suck and blow. Um all right. I think that's our show. Waste it takes. Uh one ninety two. Um, we'll be back for week three. The Waste Takes Parlay will be posted. Hopefully we get our first win there. Shout out Chris Affanella, who we found out got engaged during this podcast. So congratulations, oh, wow. Chris. The, uh, he's listening yeah, to a few. We'll look at him from time to time. Huh? huh? What'd you say? Dill said a full wow, and I'm like, Dill, you gotta look at the phone from time to time. Dude, my phone is broken. Um, thanks for getting Waste with us. And we will see you for week three next week. So long.